Welcome to Tile Talk. This is your host, Shamana Kalamangala. This podcast is for all those interested in knowing more about ceramic and porcelain tiles. In this two-part podcast, I will examine the various technical standards of ceramic and porcelain tile by applying the FAB analysis. Keeping a space clean and tidy is quite a job, more so if it's a commercial space. How can that job be made easier? Or take the wear patterns and shoe scuff marks on tiles, which are most common in high traffic areas like coffee shops or train or bus stations. The coffee shop where I go regularly was built as recently as two years ago. The floor already has wear patterns and shoe scuff marks. Was this because of aggressive cleaning methods or because of a wrong product choice? Would the scissor lip crawling on a perfectly installed floor break the tiles under its weight? How do we avoid breaking of tiles, especially in a heavy traffic area? Because downtime is expensive, both for businesses as well as for repair. Well, in this podcast, I'll be able to address these issues and help you understand the various technical standards of water absorption, breaking strength, and abrasive wear by applying FAB analysis. Before I get into FAB analysis, let me briefly talk to you about the consensus standards. According to Construction Specifications Canada, standards represent commonly accepted criteria describing the important features of a product. Consensus standards are publications that establish accepted practices, technical requirements, and terminologies. By developing these standards, organizations can help to ensure that products and terminologies are consistent, compatible, safe, and effective. Expert committees representing manufacturers, users, regulators, and other interested parties develop consensus standards at both national and international level. There are numerous organizations whose standards are recognized worldwide. One such standard that's widely recognized is the ISO, the International Organization for Standardization. In North America, the American Standards Institute, or ANSI, and the American Society for Testing and Materials, ASTM, are standards writing organizations. ASTM is one of the oldest voluntary standards development organization in the world. The standards that ceramic and porcelain tiles need to meet are defined by ANSI 137.1. The various test methods established by ASTM is what the products need to be tested. They must either meet or exceed the standard. A good understanding of these standards helps in choosing the right product that is well suited for the application. I will explain each of the main technical strands along with its ASTM test number and the minimum requirements that needs to be met. The test result of the product tested will be its feature. I shall highlight its advantage and we'll see how it benefits the customer. If you are a product representative working on commercial projects, it's important to explain the features, advantages, and benefits of ceramic and porcelain tiles proposed not only to architects and designers, 
but also to specification writers. The importance of citing the various standards in specifications helps in end user getting the right product. Construction Specifications Canada here and the Construction Specifications Institute in the United States are the two non-profit associations dedicated to the improvement of construction documents in the industry across North America. Be it a performance specification or a proprietary specification, having these standards referenced and the product test data declared in the specifications helps the contractor in choosing the right product. In a proprietary specification, the products will be specified with the standards along with the product name, name of the manufacturer, and sometimes with contact information so that bidders can reach out for pricing during the bidding process. Well, it's slightly different when it's a performance specification as this type of specification focuses not only on performance but the desired result. By specifying the various performance criteria for the product, based on the standard and their test results. Mind you, no mention of product name or contact information in the specification. The bids open up for competition to participate. The owner or contractor is free to choose a product that's close to the performance criteria that is specified as long as it's able to deliver the desired result. Just in case you need to determine which specification method your product has been specified, Look at Division 9 for finishes, if the construction documents are in master format. Commercial projects use either one of the main documents in organizing construction information. They are the master format and uniformat. Master format is more common. It's a standardized system of numbers and titles for organizing construction information into a uniform order with a consistent sequence based on work results. The documents written based on master format are classified into two main groups, the specification group and the procurement and contracting requirement group. The specification group has divisions 1 to 49. It is here that you will find the division 9, which is dedicated to finishes. Now, let's get back to our fab analysis. Most of you are aware of the fab analysis it's not an analysis of Beatles Fab Four. It's the features, advantages, and benefit analysis of a product. A very widely used concept used to educate the end user on top features of the product through benefits. I came across this concept in my early days when I used to sell luxury cars. It was in a sales training program that I learned the application of the Fab analysis. It worked wonders in selling cars. Features like torque, brake horsepower, ground clearance was better explained to the customer by highlighting the benefits than just showing mere numbers to him on these features. This helped the customer see value in his purchase since it addressed the question, what can it do for me? I've been using fab analysis on products ever since and I've seen amazing results. I have also applied the concept of fab analysis to ceramic and porcelain tiles. In this concept, you need to identify and understand the feature of the product. Highlight the advantages and explain the benefit to the customer. A feature is a distinctive attribute of a product, say breaking strength. 
A product having a load-bearing capacity of over 500 pounds is its feature. Advantage of the feature is that it puts the product in a better position than its competition, say, which is at greater than 300 pounds. To the user, it's the benefits that matter. The benefit is a much higher load-bearing capacity. By highlighting the benefit to the customer, he's able to appreciate its feature. Be it a residential or commercial space, we have all come across the situation wherein customers complain of difficulty in keeping the floors clean. One wonders why the maintenance personnel find it hard to keep the floors clean in a commercial space. How is the technical property of tile related to keeping the floors clean? Well, that is explained by the standard relating to water absorption. The benefit of this test is to help choose a product that is easier to clean and maintain. According to ASTM C373, the test is used to determine the degree of saturation of the ceramic tile body or for evaluating structural properties that may be required during installation. The requirement as per this test for porcelain tiles is a water absorption value of less than 0.5% and a value of less than 15% for ceramic tiles. Tiles resulting in values lower than this will be deemed better. This is the feature. Let's say you have a porcelain tile that has a water absorption of less than 0.1%. It's an advantage as the water absorption is much lower than the requirement. Use of this tile will help in maintaining the floor or wall very easily because of its low water absorption. Nothing gets absorbed or sticks easily to the surface of this porcelain tile. The benefit is that lower water absorption leads to easier maintenance. That's the reason you see glazed ceramic tiles applied widely on shower walls and backsplashes, as the top glaze has almost 0% water absorption. Let me share a personal experience. It was in 2012, I'd worked on a high-profile project with an unglazed porcelain tile. The tile color was developed as a custom color to satisfy the appearances of a natural stone. The entire project from proposal to delivery was close to over three years. On supply and installation, the space looked wonderful. It exceeded the expectations of the architect and the client. I guess one of the owners approached us and wanted to put down an extensive decal on the floor. They asked me for guidance. Knowing very well that it's difficult to stick anything on unglazed porcelain, I referred this to the tile manufacturer. The tile manufacturer came back saying that they doubted the decal would stick to the floor. The owner was insistent on sticking the decal. He had the decal manufacturer send in their adhesive composition to the tile factory. The tile manufacturer was still not convinced and refused to change his stand. The reason being that the tile had a very low water absorption, much lower than what the standard called for. The decal manufacturer did not get their blessing. Not sure what happened later. Hence, please refer to the manufacturer and to this standard, if anything needs to be applied on the surface of an unglazed porcelain, as the application might not stay 
due to low water absorption. Breaking strength is another important technical standard. The benefit of this technical standard is to know the load-bearing capacity of the tile. The test cited by ASTM is the C648. A very important test that needs to be met or exceeded in commercial application. Commercial floors at shopping malls, community centers, commercial buildings that have high atriums, universities to name a few, are exposed to both dynamic load and static loads. Dynamic load is a live load as a vehicle in motion. Example of the movement of carts with loads on them or scissor lifts brought in for maintenance. Static loads are loads on a structure that does not move. Examples are tables, lockers, shelving equipment, racking, etc. The test calls for a minimum result of greater than 250 pounds. Porcelain tiles resulting in lower values might not be suitable for the commercial application. This is the future. Some porcelain tile manufacturers exceed this requirement, which is definitely an advantage. Using a tile with high breaking strength will provide the owner a strong floor without cracks and damages to the tile, provided it has been installed as per the specifications. Hence, this standard is important when you are considering load-bearing capacity of a tile. Ceramic tiles have a breaking strength of greater than 125 pounds which is almost half of porcelain tiles. The tiles are softer. They will not be able to withstand commercial loads and may crack very easily. Hence, they are not suitable for floor applications in a commercial space. In the next technical standard, we will see as to how we can avoid wear patterns on the tile surface like the one I would seen in the coffee shop. The standard is resistance to abrasion wear. The products are tested as per ASTMC 1243. The benefit of this technical standard is to verify if the tile can withstand abrasion in medium to heavy traffic floors. Will the use of right product show reduced wear or shoe scuff marks in the commercial application? A standard that definitely needs to be considered if you are using a porcelain floor tile in a heavy traffic flooring coffee shops, retail stores, train stations, bus stations, airports, restaurants, etc. This test method covers the deep abrasive wear by measuring the loss of volume resulting from abrasion of unglazed ceramic tile under given conditions by means of a rotating disc and the use of abrasive material. The test calls for a maximum abrasive wear of less than 175 cubic millimeter. This is the feature. Unglazed porcelain tiles with values below the maximum requirement will be suitable for high traffic floors. Lower the value offers a much higher resistance to abrasion. The porcelain tiles that offers a low value is an advantage. The benefit in choosing a tile with low value in resistance to abrasion wear will help in reducing or doing away with wear patterns and shoe scuff marks. The flow will last for many years without showing any wear patterns. Let me share another story with you. In my early days as an architectural representative, 
I had approached the local transit corporation to see if I could interest them in using porcelain tiles in their stations and other facilities. A new intern, who was just out of school at their in-house architectural department, had agreed to meet me and set up a meeting with his team. He mentioned that they were reviewing their design resource manual and there was a possibility for new products to be included in their revised manual. Here I was, all excited at the prospect of getting my product selected by their architectural department. I arrived for the meeting armed with catalogs, samples, computer and a small projector. I had sat the previous day and put in a small presentation showing fab analysis of my products. Initially, the meeting turned interesting and promising as the in-house architectural team was impressed by the unglazed porcelain product that I was presenting to them. I was halfway through my presentation when some of the maintenance personnel joined in. After a few slides, I could sense that they were not happy with what they were seeing. The meeting went south from that point, you could say. They were not convinced to reuse porcelain tiles in their projects. When I asked them what the reason was, as porcelain was nicer to see, harder, stronger, easier to maintain, and would bear the various kinds of loads that the floor would be exposed to. The response was that once the porcelain tiles were installed, the floors would look great, but after a year or so, the floors would start showing shoe scuff marks and wear patterns on the surface of the tile. The wear patterns would be much higher around the approach to the stairs, as that's where maximum footprints would fall. They had a tough time in keeping their facilities clean. The facility would look worn out and used in just a couple of years after building it. Hence, they were looking for an alternate solution. I instantly knew that the tile that I had used had a much lower resistance to abrasion. I explained the reason for the shoe scuff marks and the wear patterns was because of low abrasion resistance in the tile. I cited the standard and showed as to what the minimum requirement was for a tile to be used in high traffic. I briefly explained the test method of how a rotating disc is used to measure the loss of volume of an unglazed porcelain. The loss of volume is the result of material loss due to abrasive wear. Highlighting the benefits and going through advantages to the feature of the product that I was proposing and how a low abrasive wear reading would help in avoiding shoe scuff marks and wear patterns. I saw a glimmer of hope as they seemed to be convinced but were not certain. They were willing to take a second chance. They said they were looking for some wayfinding surfaces. If I could supply tiles for a small test area, they would test the floor for the abrasive wear, and if it passed their test, then consider using the product. I agreed and supplied tile to install the small test area. The tile surpassed the test, and I got into their specifications. Well, after 50 years, I sometimes pass by the space. The tiles installed are still there with no signs of wear. The reason being, the resistance to abrasive wear was very high in the unglazed porcelain tile that I supplied. I knew I had used fab analysis effectively. To summarize, we have seen fab analysis and how to use them in highlighting benefits of ceramic and porcelain tiles. We have also seen the importance of consensus standards 
and a brief understanding of the various types of specifications. We have applied the FAB analysis technique in understanding key technical features like water absorption, braking strength, and abrasive wear. That's it for today. I shall analyze the balance features in my next episode, wherein I'll address slip and fall issues, tile chipping, reducing scratches, and addressing variation in tile patterns and color. Please stay tuned in. This podcast is hosted and produced by me, Shamana Kalamangalam. Our show theme music is by Kevin McLeod. If I missed anything or if you would like to know more, please email me at info at tiletalk.ca. Please visit my website, tiletalk.ca, for previous and latest episodes. You can also send me a message when you're on my website. Please subscribe to the feed so as to get the latest episodes on your favorite podcast player of choice. Your questions and opinions are valuable. I look forward to your feedback. and Thank you for listening to Tile Talk.